Welcome to Season 3 of Pick the Plot. I'm Rebecca McKinnon, your host for this interactive story experience. Together, we'll travel through an original story. A story that's being written as we go, so you can have a say in what happens. This season, we're experiencing an adventure. Will it be a pirate story? A game of cat and mouse? A tale of revenge or betrayal? It could be a combination of some or all of those things. It's up to the listeners, driven by each choice you make. Because on this podcast, the listeners get to pick the plot. At the end of our last episode, we left Sid trying to decide if he would stargaze with Cat or follow Maggie and her shadow into the jungle. 85% of you wanted Sid to go into the jungle. Episode 4. The Island. Sand pushed between his toes as Sid crept through the sleeping forms to the place he'd seen the captain and her shadow disappear. A narrow path twisted into the trees, beckoning him to follow. As he left the beach behind, the trees thickened until Sid was surrounded by jungle. The rushing of the ocean quieted, and the sound of the creatures living in the lush foliage increased. The night was far from quiet, but a deep peace settled into his bones. The path beneath his feet stretched on and on, and just as Sid was beginning to think it went nowhere, the trees opened into a clearing, and the noise of the jungle fell away. Sid blinked against a wash of cool light. Everything seemed to glow. In the middle of the clearing was a pool of bright blue water. A large, jagged rock split the center. Water spilled from the top of it, though it seemed to come from nowhere. Along the outside of the clearing, before the jungle took hold, the undergrowth glowed with greens and yellows and pinks. At the edge of the pool, beneath the trailing blossoms of a massive tree, stood Maggie. As she stepped into the water, ripples of bright blue light skittered over the surface, and tiny floating lights ignited in the air. The glowing water splashed blue light onto the captain's face as she leaned down to look into it. Well, Hank's form melted away from the tree trunk to stand beside the water. Sid startled at the deep voice. In awe of the clearing, he'd forgotten the form that had trailed Maggie before him. He crouched to hide behind a clutch of giant leaves, hoping their pulsing light would hide his movements. Maggie pushed deeper into the water until the ripples danced at her waist. Sid itched to follow her into the water, to see the things that held her attention. He didn't dare move, afraid of breaking whatever spell she was under. He's coming. Maggie's whisper carried easily, as loud as it reached Sid's ear, as if he stood beside her. An odd chill oozed across his skin. He should not have cared so much. It will be his undoing, and could be ours as well. Maggie was quiet then, for a long time. A cramp began to form in Sid's leg from crouching so long. He slowly lowered himself to the soft loam. The leaves brushed over his head until he sat in the middle of the plant. He could still see the captain and Hank clearly through the stems, but they would have to know he was there to see him. He's but three days behind us. 
How he knows where we are is anyone's guess. Soon we will be in waters we never sail. If we're lucky, he'll turn to the west and search our normal hunting routes. Hank shifted his weight. And the whelp, will you tell him? Maggie raised her chin, her eyes sinking hakes. Sid will know when he's ready. Know what? That someone was after him? He'd known that the moment the night watchman saw his dagger. It's his neck they want to stretch. He deserves to know. Don't be hasty, Hank. Maggie's voice was full of laughter. He's safe with us. I won't allow him to be harmed. Not over this. And not by him. Would you have me tell Sid now, when it doesn't matter? Would you have me tell the crew? Some secrets are kept quiet. Hank crossed his arms over his broad chest. He deserves to know. It's the reason he's on our ship. The reason you allowed him to be. Maggie glowed brighter in the odd light. You've given me your trust for a long time, my friend. Trust me again now. He'll know. The boy is resourceful, and he needs to learn the truth in his own way. Sid watched as Maggie joined Hank under the trees. She emerged from the water as dry as if she'd never stepped in. They spoke quietly, their words nothing more than a buzz in Sid's ears. They made their way across the clearing and back down the jungle path without so much as glancing at the plant where Sid was hidden. When their footsteps died away, Sid crept out from under the leaves. The water called to him, the blue light drawing him close. The water was cool against his toes. He walked until he was near where Maggie had stood. Staring into the water, he waited for something to happen. Anything. Time held still as he waited. The air was heavy, and speckles of light spun lazy circles around him. Was this what Maggie had seen? It had felt like so much more. He watched the water, hoping for something more to appear. He thought he glimpsed whispers of images. It might have been his imagination. The captain had said there was something he'd know. He'd hoped the water would show him. Perhaps he just wasn't ready. Morning sunlight spilled across the sand. The crew of the Fortune's Queen were filling a longboat with stacks of fruit and piles of wild vegetables and herbs. Maggie prowled through the crew, hurrying them along, anxious to be back at sea. Welp. Sid exchanged looks with Patty and Cat. He hadn't told them he'd followed after Maggie in the night. He hadn't told anyone, but Hank wouldn't single him out without reason. I'm rowing out to the ship and want another set of hands. Yours. Another glance at his friends. All right. He followed Hank to the group, adding a few more coconuts to the boat. When Maggie noticed him following behind Hank, her eyes sharpened. She stood tall, her hands on her hips. Something passed between Maggie and Hank, and she nodded. Sid helped Hank push the food-laden boat into the surf and jumped inside. Hank showed him how to hold the oars to best cut through the waves. 
but he didn't share Maggie's desire to hurry. As they drew near the shadow of the ship, he stopped rowing. Hank looked Sid in the eye as he sat back and crossed his arms. Your blade was used to kill a man. It was. What do you know of this man's death? Or his life? Nothing, really. He was head of the watch. I didn't know who he was until someone recognized the dagger. The boat bobbed on the sea as they stared at each other. Sid squinted into the sunlight behind Hank. You're on our ship for more reasons than you know. Captain says we're in danger from them that are chasing that dagger. Maggie lost a boy once, her son. He'd have been about your age. She and I will do what needs doing to keep you safe, but you need to be ready. Sid grabbed the side of the boat as a bigger wave rocked them. For what? When the captain tells the crew we're being chased because that knife killed an important man, you need to decide if you let them think you killed the head of the watch, or if you want to share the truth. Will Sid choose to let the crew think he killed the head of the watch, or will he tell them the truth? It's up to you. You can vote for your plot choice on our website, rebeccamckinnon.com slash pickthepplot. Voting will be open for one week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I look forward to seeing where our story goes from here. Thanks for listening.